Good morning, it's Monday, March 11th, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Karzai says U.S. abet Taliban's goal. Cuts give Obama a path to create a leaner military, and South Korea breaks taboo with nuclear talk. In today's national headlines, small states wield outsized power in the Senate. Governor pushes the Arizona GOP to expand Medicaid, and with a video, Quinn declares candidacy for New York mayor. In today's business headlines, a new leader and a harder line in Europe. After gaining on job cuts, Wall Street looks to upturn, and after a rough patch, The Bachelor wins back reality show viewers. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Bill Keller. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Kabul by Alyssa Rubin and Tom Shanker, headlined, Karzai says U.S. abets Taliban's goal. President Hamid Karzai of Afghanistan leveled harsh accusations against the United States on Sunday, suggesting that the Americans and the Taliban had a common goal in destabilizing his country. The comments cast a shadow on the first visit by Chuck Hagel as Defense Secretary. The Afghan president's condemnation now, at a critical moment for talks underway to decide the shape and scope of any U.S. military presence past 2014, has raised questions about the two countries' abilities to bridge their intensifying differences. Karzai has been the most critical about some of the policies U.S. officials have described as most important to their mission, including the use of special operations forces and continuing say in how battlefield detainees are vetted and released. He has seized on both as violations of Afghan sovereignty, banning U.S. commandos from Wardak province, and bristling at key terms in an accord on Bagram prison resulting in a last-minute refusal by U.S. officials on Saturday to hand over control of the prison. After the cancellation of a joint news conference on Sunday, U.S. officials said security concerns were the cause, even as Afghan officials dismissed that claim. Hagel and Karzai met for private discussions and dinner. I know these are difficult issues for President Karzai and the Afghan people, Hagel said, and I was once a politician, so I can understand the kind of pressures especially leaders of countries are always under. Hagel expressed hope the United States and Afghanistan could move forward. Among Karzai's critical comments on Sunday, he charged that the U.S. government and the Taliban, while using different means, had colluded to keep Afghanistan unstable to justify a continued U.S. military presence. Amid the negotiations over a post-2014 American presence in Afghanistan, Karzai has been notably critical about what he sees as doomsaying reports by Western officials and advocacy groups about Afghanistan's future. He described such reports as propaganda, with the goal of undermining Afghan confidence and faith in his government. There's a lot of negative propaganda about what will happen after 2014, Karzai said, adding it has come to be thought of as the 2014 movie, suggesting it was being forecast as a horror show. The new international military commander in Afghanistan, General Joseph Dunford, however, contested Harzai's claim the Americans were working at cross-purposes with the Afghan government and benefiting in any way from Taliban violence. 
We have fought too hard over the past 12 years. We have shed too much blood over the past 12 years. We've done too much to help the Afghan security forces grow over the past 12 years to ever think that violence or instability would be to our advantage, Dunford said.